And we're here, Ken Brown from WGR Radio, Mike O'Hare, DetroitLions.com, Game Preview. Hello, Mike. Hello, Ken Brown. I'm fired, and I'm fired up. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. This is new territory for us, Mike. The season usually has been over three weeks now. We're still playing football and an opportunity to play one more game, the Detroit Lions against the San Francisco 49ers, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, Sunday night on Fox. Is it Fox TV? Yes, on Fox. Kenny, there's nothing left to say. Nothing left to say. I said it all. It's ready to go. I'm assuming the number one team on Fox will be there, which is not really a number one team anymore. I'm not really impressed with Greg Olson, but I guess you you do what you get with who you get, right? Well, I don't care who does the game. I'm interested in the game, so I'll, I'll leave that to you. Well, the presentation is out there for the fans that aren't sure, you know, they can't be at the game, or the fans that have more than an interest in football. They want the presentation of football, and I'm telling you, according to these numbers that the Lions have been getting the last couple of weeks on TV. They are a, a must-see TV watch now. I mean, $40 million last week, and, I mean, the week before, pretty much the same highest-rated shows at the time period. And uh, this, is, this is what Dan Campbell envisioned when he took that job three years ago. Well, he certainly did, and the, you know, and, and the proof is on the, uh, on the playing field. And the Detroit Lions have delivered what he thought that they would deliver, and it's Look, there's more to go. They haven't won the big one yet, but they certainly put themselves in position to have a chance to win the big one. Can't win the big one unless you're playing the little one. So they're playing in the little one. You know, you, know, you got to get there. This is a step to the big one. I tell you what, me and you were both in the press conference today with Dan Campbell, and I asked him a question about where they're ready to go. I thought he was going to bite my head off, man. If you go to DetroitLions.com, they've already put the question up. You can see me, hear me answer it, ask it, and you can see his answer. And look at his eyes when I when he answered the question. He's ready to go, and if he believes his team's ready to go, Mike, I'm all with him. You know, I think he, and I think they are too. Look, what else? What else does this team know except getting better? That it's happened since since they got here. They've steadily gotten better. They haven't taken a step backwards in the three years they've been here under Dan uh, under Dan Campbell and, and his staff. So, what else would you expect from a bunch of guys who, who all they know is getting better? Right now, let's not get it twisted. For all you out there, they're not going to go in there and just run up, <clears throat> excuse me, run up 30 points on them, and this is going to be a walkover. San Francisco is a talented team, an experienced team, and a good coach. I'm not saying great coach because I got, I, I got some Shanahan problems with things that he's done over the past and with Atlanta that time where they gave up that lead in the fourth quarter. He wasn't the head coach, but I just, I, he's a good coach. So they're a well-coached team, and this is going to be tough because talent for talent. They're very talented, probably more talented, but they're also older, and they also – this is a young team that doesn't know any better, Mike, the Lions. They, they don't well, know did. any better. No, they, they certainly don't. But, look, the, the, the 49ers, that, that's a really a good team, especially up front on defense and then offensively. They've got players at all the skilled positions. I mean, premier, premier players. To me, the, to me the, one, the one matchup that the Detroit Lions can count on, this is just me, is it quarterback? I think that's the equalizer. Jared Goff versus, versus the San Francisco Partners. Rock Birdie, yeah. Rock Birdie. Rock Birdie. Yeah, Rock, 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 Rock Birdie. Purdy. Yeah, Purdy. Call I, him what he is. Brock Purdy, last man drafted in his draft class a year ago. Brock well, Purdy, seven yards <laughs> of peams passed on him. Brock Purdy, who goes to San Francisco when they had first-round picks and Garofalo and everybody else and was just supposed to be just a 
a, a, a third stringer that now has become this greatest quarterback ever to lace up the cleats, Brock Purdy. Well, Tom, I mean, Tom, Kenny, a lot of teams passed on a guy for five and a half rounds and he ended up being Tom Brady, so it happens. Yes, it does. I'm just putting it out there that let's not put him in the Hall of Fame just yet. As they say from Pulp Fiction, as the wolf said to uh, Sam Jackson, let's not put him in the Hall of Fame just yet. So we're quoting. (laughs) (laughs) We're quoting Pulp Fiction, exactly. We're we're quoting the wolf, uh, Harvey Cartel, in Pulp Fiction. Yes, we are. But look, regardless of this, it's a game. And it's a game that's going to be four quarters, 15-minute quarters, 60 minutes of football, and anybody can win. Anybody can win. It's who plays the best at 6 p.m. Eastern time Sunday. Well, that certainly is, but I think if you, you, know, you look for little things and little things might be big things, but the one thing that, that surprises me, and, and if you believe that, that you know the Sharpies in Las Vegas know what they're doing, then it's not a good sign for the Detroit Lions because they opened up as six-point underdogs, then it went to six-and-a-half, then it went to seven, and now it's seven and a half, and that's a that's a big jump or a big drop, if you whichever way you want to put it. That shows an awful lot of faith in the 49ers and not so much on the Detroit Lions, who really have been in a lot of ways, Kenny, the darling of the gambling, uh, you know, the, the gamblers who've really backed them right, probably since they beat uh, Kansas City in the opener. So if if you believe in that, then that's not a good sign for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I Luck- personally don't care one way or the other. I was about to say, luckily I don't believe. And luckily I hope the team doesn't believe. And gambling to me is just they give you a big enough number so you can place your bets one way or another, and then it comes out. It has nothing to do with the game itself. San Francisco, is if they win, they even might win by seven. But for a gambling point, seven and a half is a, a slap in the face. And I think that's going to fuel them even more. Just keep them raising the eight before the game. You can tell them, tell them nine, because it's just going to fuel the Lions' fire even more that you have no respect for them. And Mike, I always tell people this, and I'm I'm older. I'm old. I'm not, I'm not the young man. I'm not twenty anymore. Well, you're not as old as I am. But go ahead, young man. The it was the eighty or eighty one San Francisco Forty ers team. They had beat the Dallas Cowboys, who were the perennial team. They had Tony Dorsett, Harvey Martin, Randy White. They, they were the team that was the. America's team, they were the NFC, you know, greatest team. And San Francisco, I think, beat them during the year. And when the playoff game came for that um, NFC championship, I remember the, the Cowboys dismissed the first meeting with them. And we're the, you know, we're the team. They got a young owner, the Barlota's running his mouth. He needs to stay up in the booth and eat caviar. The player's going to play it. And it was a changing of the guard, that game, where the young team became the team and the older team, the Cowboys, got banished and that changed the whole the whole setup of the NFC for the next 10 years and this is a feeling I have in this game that the young lion is coming into the den and the old lion is sitting there and when that young lion thinks I can beat them they take it and I just feel if the lions can get over this hump with San Francisco this is the hump you get over to where you start your dominance of a conference for years this is that game that 1981 game, wasn't that the pass from the that Montana? That was right. That was the Montana to um, Dwight Clark. Right. Yeah. I, I covered that game. The yeah. catch, as they called it. Right. That was pretty much amazing. Right. Yeah, but going really into was. that game, wasn't da- Dallas was the perennial. Dallas was the, the old guard. Dallas was the, you know, they were the, they were the guys who were the champs. They were the guys that you had to beat. And, you know, the, San Francisco was that young team. They had Ronnie Lott and all these young guys led by Joe Montana. 
And th- that's the feeling I'm getting to, for this game. Well, San Francisco's rise, and it's, maybe we can you know, get on to some other things, but San Francisco's rise in, in that time pretty much mirrored what the Detroit Lions have done. They were 2-14 and 14 in their first season under, under Bill Walsh. They went to 6-10 and 10 the next year, and then 13-3 and three and won the Super Bowl. Detroit Lions, you know, 3-13-1, 9-8, uh, and eight, and then 12-5 uh, and five in the regular season, and one game away from the Super Bowl. There you go. Now, we can sit here and pontificate for the next half an hour on the ins and outs, who does what, golf against Purdy, golf against the defense, um, you know, um, Bosa against uh, Taylor Decker, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to hear that. So we're going to get right down to key to the game, score, and then we out of here. Because, look, I'm done with the talking. I'm just ready to get the game going, Mike. So give me your keys to the game. My keys to the game are the Detroit Lions uh, manager of the game, number one. No no turnovers. Limit turnovers if you can. And keep the pressure on a young quarterback. Keep the pressure on as much as you can. And I, look, I saw him. Play. I didn't watch all of that game last week, but I saw him that he was he was he was under pressure and didn't react all that well to it in last week's game to get, get them into the NFC Championship. So that's part of it to me. But and and go with your strength. And to me, your strength is your quarterback, Jared Goff. Good. I, I'm I'm a simpler. You you you're the master of that. I'm just simple like this. Be the most physical team on the field. Run it run it down their throat, get Gibbs' touches, and hit them in the mouth on defense. Hit them in the mouth on offense, and then everything will fall into place for the game. I, I want them to be physically dominant over this team. And if you do that, you'll be in good shape. So that's what I want to see. And, and you, have the, you have the people to do it, and you played that style all year. The Lions are one of one or two teams in that conference that are physically imposing when you finish playing them this guy's injured on another team this guy's hurt and they know they've been through a game that's the way they have to do it this sunday no i can't i could not disagree dis- disagree with what you're saying all right so if that's the case michael give me a score well obviously i like the detroit lions i've been yakking about that all week and i like i just think that i once again i think the quarterback will make the difference right you know, uh, uh, Jared Goff seems to get stronger as the game goes on. You know, he didn't have a didn't have a great start in last week's game, and then when it came down to winning time, he was eleven for twelve. You know, completed eleven of his last twelve passes. So, I think he can do that again. I like the Lions twenty-seven twenty-three to win and move on to the Super Bowl. All right, my mind is saying the Lions are a year away, and Frisco wins this game by about four five points. But the way the Lions have been disrespected this week nationally about media and local, my heart is telling me go with the Lions and the disrespect is going to play out in this game. And if you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to take it. That's the Lions' model this week. Lions 35, San Francisco 31, on to their first Super Bowl ever. Well, so we both have a, we both have a, a four, winning by four, just yep. a different, yes. different score. That's why okay. great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. That kind of scares me a little bit. My mind greater than yours, but great minds think alike. Just remember that always. Anyway, Mike O'Hare, DetroitLions.com, Ken Brown from WJR, Mitch Album Show, and that is Game Review. Be there.